What's going on, guys? What's up, man? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back. We're having our uh, daily Devo. And today we are in Amos chapter 7, verses 1 through 9. So if you haven't read yet, go ahead. Get your Bible open, man. You know what I'm saying? Read it and come back and we'll ask the questions. If you have read it, let's go and dive into it. The first question is, as always, what is Amos actually talking about in this thing? What's going on? Well, before we go into that, I want to talk about a little bit about the book. And this is a section part that we split into. So chapters one through six were what some people call the words of Amos. And so we got to hear the prophet prophesying what God had spoken. And now that we are in chapter seven, we call this the visions of Amos. Uh, this is what he is seeing or God is showing to him in a vision. Now, uh, he says that at the very beginning, we get this breakdown because it says the words of Amos, a seer, what he saw. And so it's funny because they say the words that he saw. And that's where people kind of get this idea that it's two parts of the book. But anyway, let's jump into what it says. What did Amos actually say during this? Well, what he's saying at first is that there, he's got these three visions, right? God showed him three visions. The first vision was of locusts consuming the entire land. And Amos was in such anguish that he, he prayed and he asked God, he interceded. He says, don't do this to Jacob, man. How can he stand it? He is so small. In what way will he be able to overcome this? And so God says, I'll relent. This will not happen. And then God revealed to him another uh, another vision. And that vision was a fire that was so consuming that it licked up all of the waters from the deep and it destroyed all of the land. The fire was so devastating. And Amos, just shocked and broken hardened for the people of Israel, says, Lord, please repent from this. Turn from this. And God says, okay, I'll let it happen. He's like, I, I will turn and will not destroy the people in this way. And then the third vision came, though. And he says, Amos, what do you see? What are you seeing, Amos? And Amos says that he sees uh, the Lord. Actually, he says he sees a plumb line. Because in it, it says that the Lord was standing next to a wall with a plumb line in it. But when Amos said what he saw, he didn't say he saw the wall. He didn't see he saw the Lord. He said he saw the plumb line, which was the point. God was revealing to him the point of the message. And God said that that this plumb line, what a plumb line does is like uh, it measures its straightness or it measures its like accuracy. It measures its uh, fittingness. And he says that he put this plumb line in the midst of his people, Israel, to see if they were up to standard, to see if they were still straight that they weren't perverted. And he says, uh, he put that plumb line there and, uh, and he says, I will not pass through them again. And so on the other ones, this is a contrast to the first two visions where he had, where he was uh, uh, like, okay, I won't do these things. Amos, since you have, you have asked me not to, I won't do that. You've interceded and I've decided to turn my mind to something different. But this time he gives no way for Amos to say it. He says, I'm putting this there. They are not straight, and so I will no longer pass by them. Or he says, I, I, I'm done with them. They're through. He says that he's going to destroy the city and that he is going to destroy the kingdom of Jeroboam. The house of Jeroboam will be destroyed. So what do we see about God in this? Um, 
Well, first off, we see he's merciful because the, the first two things could have absolutely happened. Absolutely. But God being gracious, a merciful God relents and does not go about destroying the people in that way. But he's also just, though. And the reason he's doing these things is because of the actions of the people, how they are oppressing the poor. Man, we know these. We, we already seen it a bunch of times, oppressing the poor and the afflicted, man, that they're turning justice to wormwood and in their, their bitterness and they're, they're turning righteousness into to uh, turning righteousness to, to evil, basically. And so, yeah, he is justified in his destruction of these people, yet he is still merciful and allowing them to uh, um, to live. But we also see that there is a time that God will say, this is it. It is over with. That my wrath will come. What's to say about man? I think this is awesome part that it says about man is that we have the power to intercede on the behalf of others. And that's that's one of the most powerful things we have. And I know there's people in our families and our and our lives that we want to, to talk to God to say, relent, God, on their behalf so that they might come to know you. And we can. This is the proof of that, that Amos speaking on the behalf of Israel, empathizing for Israel, knowing and sympathizing and seeing the pain that this causes the people of Israel calls to the Lord and says, don't do it, God, please, please don't do it. Please cease from this. Please stop from doing these things. And the Lord does. He does. And so for us, that's just a way, a reminder, a showing that we, if we petition on the behalf of the people around us, that God may, in his graciousness and his mercy, turn and we might see those people repent. That's that's what I think is the, the best part about that. But how do we apply these things to our lives? Well, obviously, we've got to to seek the the mercy, uh, the the graciousness, and the love that God has, we got to seek that, and then know it, recognize it, because when we know it and we recognize it, then that means that we can petition and have faith and trust that God may relent. He obviously he has his highest purposes are strong. He understands and knows everything infinitely because of his wisdom and his knowledge, but. Because of something we say could turn God to, to raise that person up to be something greater. And it's just because of what we said, man. And what that does is give us a, a greater faith and a hope in our Lord. So that's powerful stuff, man. That is powerful stuff. So today, hey, if you have somebody in your life that you know needs the Lord, pray on their behalf that they may find him that the Lord might reveal himself to him, that they could seek repentance. I appreciate you guys, and I will uh, see you guys in the next episode.